0: This week on Prequel Sequel Remake Tell them about the secrets, director I, I can't Could I be
1: committing any more of a war crime?
0: This is for the unjust war you started The war on Christmas <laughs> What the hell are you even talking about? Darkness Prequel Sequel Remake
2: Some movies shouldn't exist. Let's pretend they do. I'm Peter Hunter. I'm Desmond Porch. And I'm Scott Hedgew. And welcome to Prequel, Sequel, Remake. This is the movie and comedy podcast where we take films that don't have a prequel, sequel, and remake, and we do what, Scott?
1: Well, we write and we perform a prequel, a sequel, and a remake, respectively, for that movie that does not have them, and in many cases probably should not. Probably should not.
2: And uh, what are we doing this
3: week, Desmond? We're doing the hit 1996 classic, The Rock, starring. Uh, who's, who's Nicholas, Nicholas, Moody? Nicholas, Moody? Nicholas oh, Cage? Ed Harris. Nicholas Cage Ed Harris. Uh, John uh, Connery. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Fucking triple threat. Uh, yeah. No. It's. A... I, I'm sorry. Uh, brain farted. Uh, no. No. That's, no. It's, it's okay. quite all right. You uh, probably
2: were thinking of Dwayne The Rock Johnson, as no. we often do when we hear the words The Rock.
3: No, I was thinking of Clint Eastwood because he's in another Alcatraz movie. Just get this out uh-huh. of the way right, right out of the gate. This movie's badass. It has explosions. All right, <laughs> there's a lot of uh, a lot yeah. of
1: explosions, and uh, you know this is a very uh, special movie for me. It's near and dear to my heart because this is actually the first R-rated movie I saw as a child.
3: Oh, um, some of that good old Michael Bay. Yes, we should mention this was directed by yeah. Michael Bay. Um, some of that good old Michael Bay '90s violent action. Probably like it, top two Michael Bay movies. I would say it's it's
1: definitely it, easily my favorite of his movies. I, um, I put Bad Boys
3: up there too. I don't think it's as cringy as Bad Boys. I think Bad Boys has a lot of like really stupid
2: humorous bits in it. To be fair, I haven't seen Bad Boys in like yeah, 10 years. Yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> you draw your own conclusions,
3: but that's I I going to go with Scott. It's probably the best Michael Bay. Thing. Absolutely. I mean, it
1: it just delivers as a movie going back to it, you know, after all these years, even though I've seen it many times. since <laughs> Uh, it's always a good one to throw on. It's still it's just a decent movie, you know, and it's got a good sympathetic villain like in the, a way where it's like oh wow I, I can actually like understand where he's coming from completely <laughs> like, Ed, Ed it would f- have been Harris, easier man? to just pay the hundred million dollars and than like no <laughs> we're gonna just risk the life of everyone in San Francisco basically like okay wow I just, good to know where your priorities are you, just, you still, s- still won't admit that, that there's been a problem you know yeah
2: no. so
3: I had never seen The Rock oh, I really? thought i had seen The Rock but I hadn't seen The Rock oh. um And it was a joy Absolute joy Um, Like Scott said With the villain Just um, totally sympathetic And you're just Immediately intrigued By him Like the second He He puts out His mission statement You know It it, it makes sense Yeah Uh, uh, And you feel bad And like He doesn't want to Hurt anyone um,
2: no, he doesn't. They make a point of being like non lethal force, like the whole, like all the way through. Um,
3: I, I'm sure that makes sense because, you know, we've totally explained the premise of this movie. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. We should
2: probably explain <laughs> <laughs> what The Rock is about. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, basically, the gist of it is Ed Harris is a retired, like, Special Forces Army Major or General. I can't remember. Um, no, it's General. General. Uh, I really it. General, General yeah.
1: Francis X. Yeah. Gen- uh, General. Brigadier Humble. General. Uh, yeah.
2: Yeah Francis Recon Yeah and he's like Pretty fed up uh, With the fact that The US government Is uh, doing all these Secret wars And all of these Like special operations Overseas And soldiers are dying And their families Are not being compensated And their memories Are not being uh, Memorialized You know Like a traditional War hero would be It's like, a
3: big missing in action
1: Yeah right? Pure
2: nice. Pure fiction let me just say that <laughs> pure <laughs> fiction. Okay. Um, so, so um, it's like, oh yeah, I could, I totally get that. Like, you have a reasonable gripe. Good job. You might maybe go in a little extreme by holding the entire city of San Francisco hostage with this weird nerve toxin that Nicholas Cage um, is like an expert chemical on chemical weapons expert. Yeah, FBI. FBI. Um, his name is Stanley Goodspeed, <laughs> which I
0: hate his name. So uh, well, that's
1: just, easily probably the worst part of the movie. It's just like. Good speed. It's like, oh, I see what you're kind of doing there. Yeah. Yeah. So ba- basically, good one. Stanley Goodspeed Writing.
3: and um, an ex uh, special ops uh, dude, Bashawn Connery, but Sean Connery yeah. who's been kind of. Uh, uh, unjustly thrown in jail for the past 30 years. He's been
2: guantanamo Yeah. Yeah.
1: Strongly suggested that he is uh, actually his golden golden eye. I was going to say golden eye. His James Bond character from so many years ago. But
3: he's the only man to have ever escaped from Alcatraz so they pull him out to break into Alcatraz to neutralize the gas and the bombs and take out the bad guys. Yeah. Uh, um, And yeah, the suggestion of him being Bond is pretty great. In my head canon, that's the... uh, Situation. It's awesome.
2: Yeah, I'll, I'll have to say, I have to say, like, it's so nice to see Michael Bay movie with no CGI. Like, it's like oh, this is what you can do yeah, if well, you yeah. have to h- hire stunt people and set up explosions and, like, set up actual, like, squibs and, like, real, like, fake blood coming out of. Like, oh, okay, Michael Bay. Okay. There's...
3: Okay. Yeah, man. There's characters. There's setups. Like, you know, you know uh, uh, Goodspeed's um, girlfriend, Carla, isn't really featured too heavily, but they set up that, like, they're, you know, they have a good relationship. She's pregnant. They're having a baby. Um, and, you know... She nonchalantly comes with him to San Francisco on this job that he thinks nothing of, and she gets stuck in San Francisco, and the whole place is being held hostage with uh, the awful gas, and it's like, you know, he's got stakes in it, um... The daughter subplot with uh, 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 I don't know Sean the, Connery. Yeah, yeah, Sean Connery's uh, daughter. What's, what's yeah, well, his
1: I'll, name? I'll, it's, it's just it's it's good writing because overall all the characters' actions are all of them are justified. Even yeah. towards the end when you know the uh, the bad guys start turning on each other and you know almost like scene. this is this was a bluff and it's like other guys. Well, I don't think it was a bluff. You know, or something like yeah. that. And, uh, it's just great because then it's just it adds another complexity it's like okay wow so no like this so as far as R-rated movies, to start with, this, this is the best one you can. So I say, if you're going to show your child an R-rated movie, start with The Rock. It's uh, yeah. it, it turned out well for me. Look at me now. <laughs> look at me yeah, now. Look at you
2: a, with a semi-successful podcast. I mean,
1: you can look at me on my podcast <laughs> while I'm speaking these
3: words out loud, right? Yeah. You that can see. Can't you see? Can't yeah. You yeah. see? <laughs> me. <laughs> In the it's TV, a, it's a joy seeing young Raymond Cruz of Breaking uh, Breaking Bad. Fame, Tuco, Salmanca tons of yeah. people that are, in yeah, this movie. yeah. Bokeem great. Woodbine, who um, he's a character actor, been around forever. Recently, he was in um, um, the second season of Fargo. Mike Milligan, yeah, he's great. great. Um, yeah,
2: lot, lots of great character actors. Uh, Tony Todd, you know, famously he plays Death in the Final Destination movies. He's he also Candy Man. He's also Candyman, Man. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um,
3: oh yeah, John C. That Ma-
1: movies, John C. McGinley, <laughs> yeah,
2: Doctor Cox, John C. McGinley. Oh, yeah, the Candy Man, dude. The Candy Man.
1: I found that just like. I watched it as an adult Like after buying this VHS Did you I'm block like,
3: that From your memory a little bit Because oh, I never a,
1: saw it As a kid It's a but, frightening movie But yeah. there's definitely Some
3: very odd moments And they're like Okay It's called Fucking scary movie yeah. Hollywood you should do that again
2: Yeah It's also white privilege The movie
3: Oh I don't remember I don't remember that now, There's a whole it like it
2: Gentrification thing and Is then there Yeah. And then like She like is like uh, I don't want to get into heavy spoilers yeah, 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 But like yeah. basically she gets off on parole For a crime that like would land Anybody in jail For a very long time That might just be a continuity thing More than a comment on race in America but, I highly doubt Yeah, at that time
3: it was Yeah, But I mean those things become glaringly Uh Obvious, like, uh, as time passes. Like, yeah. Ferris Bueller's a told fucking psycho, you know? <laughs> I'd say he's
2: a sociopath, it's not a, a psychopath. psychopath you know.
1: It is interesting to see, you know, which things depreciate over time and which ones hold their value, you know? And uh, uh, The Rock holds its value, yeah. but you know, like we were discussing, at least in our humble opinions, uh, Austin Powers isn't holding up at all. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah, we'll
3: precast oh. that uh, roundtable. Austin
1: Powers, nay. Um, Yeah, rewatching the the exact same scenes, I remember them exactly the same. It's just not doing it. You know what I mean? Not turning the crank here. The rock is like
3: it's like better. True Lies. You know, yeah. in terms of that like '90s terrorist that. type movie thing,
2: I can dig that, or, or Air Force One. Yeah, very better. better there's, Air Force a, there's a one. whole string
1: of these kinds of movies, you know, and and that's one thing that the '90s was definitely known for. I mean, almost any movie ended up turning into like some kind of blockbuster explosion fest, you know. And, yeah. That
3: whole chase through the streets of San Francisco. Oh my just, god, that's probably the most gratuitous Michael Bay thing in the movie. Just like, it served, like. It's Sean Connery escapes glorious. from from captivity of the F- F- FBI to go visit his daughter Clara Forlani. From, I think that's how you say her name. Um, Mystery Men, uh, morons, yeah. girl. Oh, um, and uh, uh, he does it at the tail end of this huge chase where he wrecks half of San Francisco. <laughs> oh, Just God. like well, you think you're casually, you, you think you get time to talk to her here. Oh man, y- yeah, There's
1: yeah. a, oh, there's a trivia. So the guy who gets his Ferrari stolen from him. In this movie, also gets a car stolen from him in another movie by... Damn it! I got. I wish I knew the whole. By trivia. Nicolas Cage,
2: that one. maybe because uh, he was in. Yeah, God by Nicolas Cage in his national
1: National Treasure or oh. National Treasure Two or something oh, okay. like that. <laughs> anyway, it was like oh cool, you, you get to you know have both of those scenes and you're real. Yeah, yeah. Ex- exactly. He's yeah. I'm good at getting cars stolen from me. Yeah,
2: I, I would say that a big piece of like you know this is fiction from this is uh it's midday San Francisco the streets are
0: very empty. Oh yeah, completely yeah.
2: empty. But it's a super fun like obviously like you said super gratuitous. Uh, car chase scene, other super fun I mean the whole like once they get into the rock like that the whole like it's, it's the, the kind of last escape hour. from New York yeah yeah it's pretty much escape from uh, compartmentalized escape from New York Sean Connery is kind of a badass which is super weird because he looks like he's 90 like he's looked for the last 20 years I've lost uh,
0: all my sex appeal sex <laughs> <laughs> appeal
1: um, so yeah, no. yeah and Alcatraz itself I mean you know it's a, it's a it's a character I don't know if you've seen it but they've been running ads on tv for it now it's like it used to be a prison and now it's a tourist destination I'm like okay, what is this weird like i've had the uh privilege of, of working on a music video on alcatraz once and it was two consecutive night shoots in a row which is kind of brutal but um and lots of seagull noises um but <laughs> There's it's a lot it's, of it's a prison you know what i mean like people f- die uh, horribly here Ah, yeah yeah I don't, I don't get that's the real. I don't get the appeal. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I, I like I get it, but I don't. Um,
3: uh, but you know, hey, there's there's a mystique to that. You know, I guess we are just fucking demolish it and put something cool. Yeah, some would say the like, prison's cool. I guess so, that's probably pretty fucking. Yeah, but but if you demolished. like you retrofitted it to
1: be just like a really cool ride, like the whole way through, because you know, there's lots of scenes in the movies where they're going in these like underwater caverns and what yeah. did that? Those parts, I have to. I have to believe that those are not actually at The Rock. You know no, I mean? no That's that'd be so. You gotta sound studio. You yeah. know I mean? There's like, no way you're yeah.
2: filming in the wild, <laughs> just in also, the bay. Also, there's no way there's that crap underneath Alcatraz. Yeah, there's a whole
3: Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. <laughs> yeah, right f- like uh, the, mine cart, <laughs> Donkey Kong level. That'd be badass. It is badass. There's like a foundry fire. in this place or something. Yeah, there's just like a, a, a rotating thing spewing like fire. fire. It's, like
1: just, a, like, yeah. it's like yeah, intervals. What is you're using that for? regularly. regularly.
3: <laughs> welcome to the rock.
1: <laughs> Sweet. Uh, yes, welcome to the rock.
2: Um, a couple behind-the-scenes things I want to hit on before we do our wrap-up here. Um, the, the writers for this movie um, went on to write two movies. Those movies are Double Jeopardy, which you might remember is another crappy action movie from the 90s. And Holy Matrimony Which is some sort of terrible rom-com. Oh. Um, And one of the writers also guested on an episode of Power Rangers Lightspeed Rescue. I actually remembered this episode. It was pretty good. Yeah. It's a pretty good season overall. Um, Andy wrote a song on the Garden
0: State soundtrack?
2: Well. Okay. Hey, multi-faceted
1: dude. Yeah.
3: Garden State's awesome.
2: Do you really believe
1: that? Yeah. Okay. So I think we're all uh, safely giving this movie a thumbs
3: up, right? Yeah. Yeah. Ah, big two thumbs way up. I say watch it now. It's a. Maybe I just avoided these conversations, but I feel like it should be brought up in any quintessential 90s action movie conversation. Yeah. It's, it's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um,
2: Definitely, like, crack open a couple um, beers, watch it with your friends.
3: It's long, but it didn't feel that way. Oh,
1: one more thing I really we really got to hit on is this soundtrack is badass. Yeah, it's the whole a good All the way through, it's just like classic Hans Zimmer you know it's yeah yeah it was uh, Hans Zimmer yeah yeah? oh yeah yeah oh no like let's let's let me just get quick aside the entire time I was editing Shark Tale I was like wanting to just be listening to the soundtrack (laughs) to The Rock "Ah, the time will come you know and and here it is now your time is now the time is now yeah Future me has seen to that.
3: <laughs> so it's not the last Nicholas Cage we'll cover because oh, you know, there's, there's so there's, much great Cage. Right,
2: uh, he's um, ripe for the picking. But um, yeah, Scott, you endorse this. Movie, I endorse obviously.
1: this, and I also endorse things that don't depreciate over time. And I'm going to do one quick plug as a complete aside right now. If you enjoy things that don't depreciate over time, you should check out the King Tut exhibit. Down at the California Science Center in LA, which I recently had the opportunity to check out. This is going to be the last time it is going to tour the world before finally resting back in Cairo in Egypt. So. Uh, check it out. It's immaculate. Fucking and ama- nuts. And amazing how old these items are. And, like, you know, you see pictures of stuff of this, like, throughout your life. But, like, mm-hmm. to actually see the things in real life is, like, mind-blowing. Because there's so much detail. Yeah. There's so much, like, it's craftsmanship. Crazy. And it's just crazy amazing. So, if you happen to find yourself down in L.A. before next January, I think. So, it's there for a little bit. Yeah. yeah. I'd say check it out. Hell yeah.
3: Yeah, uh, man. Go appreciate some... Real stuff, Not stupid fucking movies. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Some real culture.
3: Yeah, yeah, that's great. That stuff's fascinating. Yeah, by yeah. far and yeah, super bizarre to see in the flesh. I'm sure the relics, yeah. you know. And yeah, yeah, that's the best word for it.
1: Like it's, the yeah. relic. Another great film, which has a sequel. If I'm Shirt. Right. Sure am I? might I You might be thinking of another movie that's like similar to that and it's yeah, also set it's just, mostly in a museum.
2: It's just gonna be so hard for us to do horror movies. We're gonna have to do them when they come out. Cause so even, yeah, even- let's ask our lovely fans who've
3: been nothing but kind to us and you know, yeah. just spreading the love. Uh, if you you know a horror movie that that isn't milked to death, I know that's hard. Let us know because yeah. uh, we want to cover it because uh we all like horror. Yeah. You probably do too. Yeah. You're, you're a little
1: I am I'm, I'm like uh, throwing thrown my hat in the ring for it follows. I just think maybe we
3: should do that in the, the future, you know.
1: Yeah. Like
2: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, that's a like, great f- game, that's, you know? that's one we can do. Yeah. I am into that.
3: With a lot more fucking <laughs> sex. <laughs> you,
1: yeah. Doing, you know, you write whatever <laughs> whatever whole, your heart, yeah. you know, drives you to. Fucking yeah. that one kid
3: getting <laughs>
2: cut. All right. Well, um if you do have a suggestion, um, if you're listening on Anchor, um, send us a voice message with your suggestion. Um, we might play it on the air if we like it, um, or we might just listen to it and treasure it. Either way.
1: We just love that people are engaging.
2: Yeah. And, uh, yeah. You
1: know, as creators of people who have made lots of stuff, it's always good to get It's always good to get some engagement. You know, that's why we make the things. You know, for, yeah. for people to, to, to enjoy and yeah. cherish yeah. alongside
2: ourselves. Alright, well, we're if we're talking about cherishing and engaging, we gotta give them give them what they came for, right? Which is um, the prequel, which is penned this what if that time, wasn't it?
3: What if, what if they came for the pre, you know, the, the preamble banter, yeah. And right. now you know what if what if I, they didn't.
2: I have analytics don't, that prove otherwise. Don't, lick.
3: don't <laughs> yeah. Don't generalize people. Don't put people in <laughs> fucking boxes, Peter.
2: So Scott, that was a lovely lead into your prequel. Um, prequel, yeah. time for prequel, time. <laughs> prequel, prequel time, Scott. Prequel
3: time for rock. me. All right, Scott for the Rock
1: Boulder. Uh the Rock Story. (laughs) Tagline. It's the prequel to The Rock. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, Frankness, I appreciate it. Directed by Michael Bay. Okay. And Joey Triviani.
2: Oh my god. Oh dear.
1: Wait. Okay, (laughs) The year is nineteen ninety one. Outside Baghdad, an elite group of reconnaissance marines use their spy gear at night cameras to observe what they are told to be a chemical weapons facility. The voice of their commander, General Francis X. Hummel, cracks over the radio. Do we have eyes on the target? Sir, yes sir. The building appears to be civilian, sir. Could it be any more of a civilian building says commander Bing as played by Matthew Perry Oh, oh no. commander Bing <laughs> <laughs> no.
3: Oh no <laughs>
2: Oh god this is like sentence 4 <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah <laughs> Could I be any more fucked up
1: Negative commander Bing what you are witnessing is an elaborate front, my friend. We have intel from the least trustworthy sources in D.C. that a chemical weapons depot is located within that facility. Orders are to move forward and confirm the target. Gotcha. Commander Bing turns to his recon team. <laughs> God. Nice camouflage. For a minute there, I almost didn't see you. Uh.
2: Ugh. <laughs> Oh, t- <laughs> uh, I like didn't. I'll save didn't, it for later, uh, but uh, <laughs>
0: just,
3: just, just didn't think it would go this way. So that's the fun of this show, isn't yeah. it, audience? Isn't
1: hey, it? Hey, I didn't know it was gonna go this way. You know, we're just gonna life see. Life never. How- so
2: no one told you life was gonna be this way. Yeah.
0: The- Aww. <laughs> ah, <laughs> he started it. it.
2: He brought the devil into this podcast. And he's a cool guy. Is he? Uh,
1: a- yeah. Yeah yeah.
2: <laughs> right, yeah. Um, maybe on,
1: um, All right, we're going yeah. to we're going to keep doing the movie here. <laughs> the recon team moves forward and positions themselves outside the door. We ready to do this, buddy? Says Colonel Legs, as played by John Leguizamo. Yay! Oh yeah. Lock and load. Oh god. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> the door is kicked down. Medical staff and injured civilians begin to panic. Stay calm. We're only here to probably kill you, says Commander Bing, (laughs) shortly before clocking a pregnant old lady in the head with the butt of his rifle. (laughs) Could I be committing any more of a war crime? (laughs) Commander Bing, proceed to the basement as planned. Okay, men. Spread out. Find the basement. Over here, right over here Inside the stairwell, there's some stairs And it looks like they descend into the basement Screams Captain Obvious As played by Raymundo From Rocket Power <laughs> Oh my god
0: We are riders on a mission <laughs> Raimundo!
1: Ah, great job, Raymundo Now only if you could <laughs> stop being such a washed up father figure <laughs> I always thought I was Coolaroonie If by cooler Rooney, you mean... Deadbeat piece of shit. Oh. yeah.
0: You're cooler, Rooney,
1: Raymundo.
3: You, oh, you want a burger joint on the fucking like,
2: boardwalk? He's a single father taking care of two kids, man. Being, being hella harsh.
3: No, no.
1: There's a there's a great there's a great article I found online that just like <laughs> lays it out. It's like, no, he is like Debbie Dad. He's only there when like they're doing this extreme sports. These kids' their lives are in danger all the time. Like, just uh, uh, anyway, I'll, I'll let you look it up for yourself. But it's it makes a, a great point. Uh, yeah.
3: You don't want to see what you know, where, where the rockets look like now. Well, Tied up. Yeah. Right? The same because they're drawn.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Gentlemen, can we stop with the chit-chat? We got a critical mission going on here. The recon team descends the stairs into the basement. After muscling past hospital staff and full scrubs, they make their way into a dark room.
0: Let's light this bitch up!
1: Screams that guy from Prodigy who lights a flare but <laughs> manages to catch himself on fire and burn to death. Oh! Oh! <laughs> I would have just used a flashlight, but that works. (laughs) The recon team tears the room apart, opening every drawer, but nothing resembling a weapon can be found, except a few pairs of nail clippers. Oh my gosh. Radical, sir. There's dead bodies everywhere in here. I mean, it's a morgue, so that's to be expected, but still. Wake Rosiente, Commander Bingo.
2: Uh, <laughs> I'm surprised you got through that line. Oh that is he in the whole movie, Scott?
1: I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> this was a
3: mistake. Wait, <laughs> this, this is a mistake. <laughs>
1: I'm sorry. Oh, this movie no. never should have been made. <laughs> well, it was like so- a
3: Roger Rabbit thing. Like, Ray Mundo's just. Uh, uh, lots of time was put into Ray Mundo starring in this. <laughs> okay,
1: I, I, we're going to get through this. I'm fully aware this is a travesty of a screen.
3: <laughs> this is hilarious. Um, I, yeah, keep, keep going, man. Good footy. Keep uh,
1: rocket yeah, powering. Yeah. You. But I just want to. I apologize.
2: <laughs> don't apologize. This is hilarious. Don't, don't stop. Also, I don't know if you're really sorry. You doubt my
1: sincerity, Peter. You're going to keep reading it, aren't you? I said it in a sincere way. (laughs) (laughs) All right. (laughs) Okay, we're going on.
0: What's the status,
1: Commander Bing? Have you found the weapons? Oh, yeah. There's chemical weapons everywhere, sir. So many of them. They just must be completely invisible. Damn it. It's worse than I thought. You know, uh, this may not be the best time to make uh, sarcastic comments. (laughs) (laughs) Sir, I found a radio, and it's playing some sweet sublime-like music. We should all hang ten, catch a few sets of waves, brah. Well, give it here, then. A familiar voice crackles over the radio. Who am I speaking to right now? Well, that would be Commander Bing, sir. And you must be the ghost in a shell. (laughs) Uh... Can you just, like, patch me through to your commanding officer or something?
0: Like <laughs> okay,
1: then. A younger General Hummel, Ed Harris's character from The Rock, as played by Viggo Mortensen, oh. gets on the intercom in his tent, <laughs> oh taking my- <laughs> his headset off.
2: You're going to forever die on this hill that Viggo Mortensen and Ed Harris are the same person. That one picture no, is they're, pretty
3: They're f-
1: different f- people,
2: but they look really similar.
3: When they want to.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> this is General Hummel. Ah, Mister Dog Detective, so good to hear your voice. Oh no! <laughs> oh, no. What? Oh, you you were... brought
3: this up before we actually had to <laughs> fucking like talk about this. Oh yeah, oh, you got Scott... slide it in there. Oh, let Sky explain. So. Yeah. You know, continue. I
0: hear you were looking for some chemical weapons. Is that not
1: so? Well, well, your men might have arrived a few minutes too late.
0: My crew left the city with the precious cargo hours ago. So I guess by minutes, I mean hours.
2: It's a number of minutes.
0: Who am I speaking to right now? You might've heard of me before. Name's Troy. Castor Troy.
1: Oh!
3: <laughs> that's what I'm f-ing talking, oh! talking about. That's that cross pollination yeah. shit. Yeah, I'm works. into that. It that's, always That's works. good expanded
2: universe. <laughs> yeah. I'm into it.
0: Damn it, Troy. What are your demands? <laughs> Well, it's very simple, Hummel. You pay me $100 million, and
1: uh, a certain city you know and love doesn't catch one hell of a cold later this week. And by cold, I mean uh, the, the death and such. You know that won't work, Castor Troy. The United States never negotiates with terrorists, only the ones they themselves train and arm. But even then, still, they don't. Uh, sort of.
2: Hummel dropping truth bombs, <laughs> as always.
1: Ugh. Oh, I'm not negotiating with the United States, Hummel. Uh, I'm negotiating with you alone. Unless you want certain documents revealing your involvement in the Chinese black ops leaked to the press. You son of a bitch. Sounds
3: like George Bush Castor Troy here. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know.
1: Well funny thing about... Yeah, that... Oh,
3: no! No,
1: there's no connection. <laughs> okay. Right okay. <laughs> uh. You son of a bitch. Like the press would even run that story. Well, think about it, Hummel. I'll call you tomorrow once you've slept on it. Oh, and by now your jets should have been scrambled to bomb that hospital your men have occupied. I sent a dummy signal on your behalf. The fools at the Pentagon will never know the difference. I used this cool voice changer I picked up at Spencer's Gifts. I can do male, female, or robot voice. I'd say you have about three minutes to evacuate your men from the hospital, General Hummel. The same three minutes you gave me. What does that mean, sir? Says Private Parts, as played by Howard Stern. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. It means we have one minute. Wow, I thought it meant show me your tatas. <sighs> <sighs>
2: Uh, I, oh man. Uh, just such a range of emotions, guys. Yeah, That's what I'm going for here. I'd love yeah. it. I, <laughs> it. Just, I just wasn't expecting it. <laughs> I wasn't
0: expecting it.
1: <laughs> and you know, you know I mean, I'm honest here, neither was I. Uh, General Humble scrambles to get on the other line.
0: All air units stand down, stand down.
1: But it's too late. One of the fighter jets has already deployed a bomb. Luckily, the bomb is a fluke and not active, hitting the side of the hospital with a dull thud and dropping to the ground, sparing countless innocent lives. Commander Bing, do you read me? I'm still alive. I'm still alive. How on earth am I still alive? And will Monica ever truly love me for who I really am? (laughs) I'm uh, regretting this. (laughs) Oh, you keep reading. Uh... Another voice comes on the radio. Second airstrike inbound. Smart bomb has been deployed. This is General Francis Hummel. I'm ordering you to stand down. Target is a civilian building. I've got my men in there. Uh, Negative, General. This is your commanding officer, FBI Director Womack. Our smart bomb has already been deployed. It's going to make one hell of a headline, Hummel. The building has to be destroyed. (laughs) Because war. (laughs) The general gets on the other line to his recon team. Commander. Move your men out of the building immediately. Oh, really? I was just really starting to like this place. The ambiance of death is just so comforting. You know, Commander, I've always loved you like a buddy.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: the recon okay. team rushes to escape the building. They barely make it out of the door when the second bomb hits, sending shrapnel and concrete dust everywhere. Ramundo's legless body is seen riding a killer wave of fire across the desert. Except it's not even funny. It's just sad. (laughs)
0: Jesus
3: (laughs) Christ.
1: Somewhere in the Pentagon, General Hummel is debriefed by FBI Director Womack. What happened to my men is a travesty, sir. That building should have never been blown up. Do I have your word that the families of the soldiers will be compensated? FBI Director Womack, as played by Larry David, reclines in his chair with his arms behind his head. Compensated? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, totally. They're, they're gonna be, they're gonna be fine. Don't even worry about it. In fact, in fact, because you brought it up, I'm I'm gonna do you one better. I will personally deliver the reimbursement checks to each and every family member. You have my word. Now
0: onto this Castro Troy
1: business. Now,
0: you know,
1: I know, that we both know there might have been some uh, illegal
0: operations in
1: China. And yes, yes, we were were monitoring your phone calls. I mean, it's 1991. Come on. (laughs) what? Do you think we just invented this shit to not spy on everyone? Come on. Anywho, he has the weapons. We have the money. We make the deal. He doesn't go to the press. Lots of people get to live. Everybody wins. Yeah. Well, sir, uh, if you think that's the best course of action. Well, I do have a slight problem with that. Now, I know this is unrelated, (laughs) but hear me out. Okay. So two years ago, Caster Troy and I were at the same poker game. He turns to me and says, he's a little light, could I spare him the buy-in? And of course, I I didn't want to. I mean, what what kind of man comes to the poker game with no money for the buy-in? Well, he says, uh, I was running late, I couldn't get to the ATM, and swears, up and down, I'll pay you back, I'll pay you back. Well, one caster Troy ends up losing big time that night. Big time. (laughs) And a day goes by, a couple days, weeks, a couple years. I never see that buy-in money, Hummel. I never see it. And now here we are, he's asking me for more money. And to me, it seems like I'd be paying him off just to have him pay me off, which is a terrible deal for me, right? So you can see how I'm a little apprehensive about making the deal, right?
0: <laughs>
1: Sir. Millions of innocent lives are on the line. I think we need to at least see what he's willing to offer. Nah. Uh, I think we have a better plan. Let me introduce you to Agent 770, J.M. Braun. You mean James
3: Bond? No, I don't.
1: I don't. I mean, J.M. Braun, secret agent and U.K. national.
3: James. Uh, James Gum.
1: Me? I can't stand the guy. But you? Maybe you'll like him. Now you and him are going to break into Troy's compound and steal the weapons back because, uh, you know, it'll be a fun mission. Agent 770 steps out of the shadows. He walks forward several paces, then turns and shoots. <laughs> Whoa, what the
0: fuck, man? You, you almost shot me in the head. Yeah, sure, maybe next time you'll, uh,
1: something... The Rock
0: or something. <laughs> <laughs> Go home, Sean Connery. You're drunk. <laughs> Who said that? <laughs>
1: John Connery wobbles in his young old age because he's playing a drunk young version of himself as a drunk old man. Something something vodka martini.
0: General Womack, I
1: accept your premise for a movie and I raise you one better. I'm resigning, effective immediately. I can't support the war machine any longer, no matter what the consequences are. What I'm saying is, uh, you deal with it. We flash forward to two months later. Somewhere in Boulder, Colorado, Francis Hummel opens his mailbox and sorts through his bills. He's living the quiet life now. His neighbor, one Mitch Mitchelson, approaches him from across the fence. <laughs> Hey Francis, uh, just wanted to let you know that the Mrs. and I are going to be doing a bit of landscaping and we were talking about it and this giant rock has just got to go. Unfortunately, you know, to, for our plans, to, to make our plans work. So we're getting rid of it. Uh, now hold on a minute, Mitch. This rock is about 60% on my property. And I like this rock. I don't want you to destroy it. Right, right. That's well, all, well and good, but I've had my property line lawyer look at it, and it's clearly closer to 40% on your property. So, so I hate to do this, but, you know, cucked as I am in my own household, but I'm sorry, but the rock has to go, okay? <laughs> over my
0: dead body.
1: The following afternoon, as bulldozers or something make their way to the rock to remove it from the property, their wheels are busted open by sniper fire. (laughs) Mitch Mitchelson walks into the sniper fire and holds his arms up like Gustavo Fring of Breaking Bad, because references. (laughs) General Hummel stares down the barrel at Mitchelson. Burn in burning hell, you piece of shit. God damn it. God damn it. <laughs> and he pulls the trigger. The end. Or is it... And it's the end.
3: Yay! Yeah. Another amazing tale from our own resident, Scott Hanshew. Smash cut to She Drives Me Crazy by the Fine Young Cannibals. Oh
0: my God.
1: <laughs> Thank you. Thank All you. Right. I hope you uh, maybe...
3: Got something out of that? that yeah, one- you definitely, you definitely. It wasn't the references that sent me over the uh, the edge. It was just the mixture of them.
2: <laughs> it was yeah. a- Chandler Bing. It, w- it was a stew of unrelated things. Yeah. I mean, in a premise that made sense. But who yeah. was the private who,
3: who was the private parts character? You know, you didn't go deep enough into him. Wow. Just, I didn't really feel his death. Oh yeah. It's wow.
2: just Howard Stern being a stupid Show me your boobs. shock jock. Oh yeah, say that again? oh, oh <laughs> Wow. Oh yeah. Wow, oh my God right, well, <laughs> yeah uh, like I mean, I like how you explored like basically the whole motivation of uh, Francis Hummel you know going into the rock. Um, and that was cool. Um, I hate Chandler Bing as a character so much and <laughs> yeah. he just reminded me how powerfully <laughs> I hate him. He, well, oh. you know, it's good.
3: I was dying at the Larry David as uh, as oh. Womack thing. Uh, uh, was that, like, actually taken from an actual curb? Oh, no, 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 no. Okay, this, that's, yeah, that's, that's just, you no. just, just, just you did it, a good you job read it, mim- yeah. mimicking the curb. It read it, as a you curb. mimicked it fine. It, I was like, cool. Is this actually from an episode? Uh, yeah, it read
2: as an episode. But, of like, curb, man,
3: definitely. that's hella funny. I want <laughs> I to see that movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, you know, I mean, I.
1: So I'll go, I'll go into a little more detail on
3: my process on this one. So originally, I had <laughs> the. Caster Troy uh, as well oh, oh yeah The face the web, off time Caster Troy is the Prequel sequel remake Joker He's interweaving well, everywhere and, and,
1: and, and it made universe. sense To me there Because you know Original movie is Triple threat I need a triple threat For this one And who better But Nicolas Cage himself Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, 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 To you know Be that guy
3: yo know, That's very good You say that That's a very important Aspect that I Probably neglected Me a fucking Quadruple threat Oh um, It's 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 you know it's,
2: it's, there, it But what, what I'll if say you're Is creative that creative space Desmond
1: I based it, you know, loosely somewhat on real events, which then made it kind of really, like, too sad at times, because, like, I was like, oh, because what I, I did what I did for the face-off movie, which is I went into the text of the movie, and, like, I went into a speech, and it's like, okay, so what's some kind of, like, smart bombing thing that happened outside of Afghanistan? It's like, oh, yeah, well, here's a really infamous one. It's like, and then it just, I, you know, so where I'll make one caveat for for a sincere apology is, you know, it's that that was a terrible real event, and I, I don't want to make light of that, you know what I mean? It, yeah. So, so that that is the part where it probably you got that weird mixture of feels, because it's like, ah, here's this ridiculous comedy thing, and oh, that's not funny at Absolutely. all.
3: Absolutely. We don't, I mean, I don't, no. don't truly endorse any of the violent things we joke about. no, no, no. No. Really. no, no, no. You know, yeah. Stupid stories based on stupid movies. There, <coughs> so I should justice, yeah. uh, I um, should go
1: over the stats a little. Yeah, bit sure. Yeah, read Here. off we'll, the stats. Know, figure yeah. out what this got. So the budget uh, was five thousand smackaroos. Uh, what's that in American dollars? It's if you have to ask.
2: You know what I mean? Oh, it's, it's not free. Oh. You no, know? no. I say uh, mm. <laughs> exclusive.
1: Rotten Tomatoes score, critics score, sixty-three percent. Audience score, sixty-nine percent. Nice. My son really liked the explosions. I thought the property line dispute was adequate. (laughs) Says some guy from test audience B. A truly reprehensible mockery of the Gulf War travesty, but so less reprehensible than war itself. Says a real person somewhere out there. What a ridiculous waste of cage. Says cagefan420 online somewhere. (laughs) Expected gross profit, 10,000 fathoms. Actual gross profit... 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. It was a box office hit. Ah, that's good to hear. Under the Sea, of course.
3: Yeah, of course. Hell yeah.
2: Yeah. 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 Yeah, Great job, man. Thank you. That's a great way to kick us off. Yeah.
3: And, uh, you know, moving right along. Thank you, Scott. Peter,
2: what you got in the sequel department? Oh, well, I've got a sequel, my friend. Sequel. Title. The Rock 2 Fist of Independence. (laughs) Tagline. Get ready to roll. Alternate tagline: bolder than the first. Ooh,
3: that's 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 clever. That's good, dude. Yeah,
2: that's a pun uh, that was right there in front of me. And I I'm didn't pleased. realize. And that, did that you was spell it with the U? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Uh, directed by, produced by WWE Studios. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Because they buy properties <clears throat> like this and make. sequels <clears> to <throat> the Randy Couture or shit. Oh, it's oh. Not Randy Couture, but you'll see. All right. Synopsis. Midday. The rotunda of the National Archives Building, Washington, D.C. The day is unremarkable, really. Tourists gawk at the United States' most precious documents. Guides assist patrons in lead tours. Several middle schoolers circle the exhibits looking for a covert spot to vape. In the center sits the grandest exhibit of them all, the one which many a soul has journeyed all the way to the nation's capital to gaze upon the Declaration of Independence. Standing in front of it, unmoved, is now disgraced FBI chemical agent specialist Stanley Goodspeed, as portrayed by John Cena. A tour guide approaches Mr. Goodspeed.
0: Hello, sir. Um, do you have any questions about the document? Oh, I understand a great deal about this document. Probably more than you ever could.
2: Godspeed scoffs.
0: I understand that it says all men are endowed with certain inalienable rights. The right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. But only one that doesn't encroach upon the United States government's absolute right to power.
2: <laughs> Suddenly, several men in black approach the exits. Chains rustle from their hands and quickly circle the doors, locking everyone inside.
0: Tell me, what's your name? Uh, my name—it's funny story. It's actually Arnold
2: Palmer. Suddenly, Goodspeed withdraws a pistol from his pocket and executes the guard with a single bolt to the head.
0: <laughs> well, drink
2: that in, Mr. Arnold Palmer. Uh, yeah, hell yeah, yeah, hell of Speed. Goodspeed, <laughs> uh, the like an Arnold Palmer. Yeah. Um, <laughs> wow. Um, the crowd starts screaming hysterically. Um, elderly couples grip each other tightly. A teenager immediately starts filming this for Snapchat and gleefully shouts about how many followers this will score him. Goodspeed informs the huddled masses that the archives are now under his control. Anyone who stays calm and doesn't start trouble will be fine. Anyone who gets in the way will be killed on sight. A few men in black tie up the crowd. A particularly burly strongman, Chud, as portrayed by Dave Bautista, runs to Goodspeed's side.
0: Where are the charges? They're already in place. Give me the word and we'll fill the nation's capital with Toxic's nerve agent. Do we have a link set up? The calm is yours.
2: Goodspeed steps in front of a fancy-looking monitor, which was set up off-screen and warrants no further explanation. He speaks into the intercom.
0: Hello. Get me the FBI.
2: FBI director Fist Puncher, as portrayed by Ric Flair, is stirred from his bed by the sound of a rotary phone ringing, even though we've already established that it's midday where he is, because there's literally no other way to introduce an FBI director in a movie like this. (laughs) This better be
0: good. Chief, you might want to turn on the news.
2: Fist Puncher rolls out of bed, exposing his now droopy chest, which is the natural result of what happens to pectoral muscles once a man hits his mid to late 70s. He turns on a nearby TV to reveal that little twerp Snapchat video from earlier. After a few seconds from watching, Puncher picks up the rotary phone.
0: God damn it, I'm on my way in. Rotary phone. Yeah, it's
2: got to be a rotary. It's got to be a rotary phone. <laughs> it's the classic shot. They look
3: good, and you know, they yeah. look better than a cell phone.
1: Well, the yeah, movie. they
2: mm-hmm. look like they would wake you up. But
3: here, honestly, I will say, if it's gonna be a cell phone, it has to be like a 2001 flip phone oh, for yeah. it to be it have effective. Heft. Like, heft. I get so mad seeing um, like smartphones in movies. It's yeah, like feel like soap bar up your... It doesn't yeah. look good. Exactly. Same with TVs it's got to be like an old CRT, like CRT TV, TV something with yeah. the
1: knobs yeah. the guy have knobs, antenna. Be a yeah, the rabbit ears yeah uh, okay but i'm sorry yeah. no Height way. Height of picture quality <laughs> rabbit ears yeah i
2: got to love graininess. all right um <clears throat> actually i do Love graininess? Yeah.
1: yeah,
3: yeah. I mean, there's a charm to it, and yeah. there's a there's a type of thing that works for it. A lot of the times, the old movies that uh, would have the grain. I was talking about food. Oh,
1: oh, well,
2: yeah, bread is great.
1: Yeah, but also movies and VHS.
3: I would okay. I would prefer something like this or Face Off on a VHS tape. I would like almost oh, want to watch it better. that way. It uh, is, uh, 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 but like some new like Pixar thing. I want like
2: yeah, yeah, definitely. All right. Step back to reality Oh, there goes gravity oh. um, That wasn't part of it That was just improvised um, <clears throat> Back at FBI headquarters Stanley Goodspeed can be seen on a giant monitor He demands that all government secrets Be released to the public in the next 24 hours Otherwise, he'll release a deadly neurotoxin All throughout Washington, D.C. Killing countless civilians <laughs> All government secrets All government secrets, <gasps> yes yeah. So broad it's a, it's a general audience action movie It can't be too specific
1: I mean, what good's a secret, you know, when you tell everybody? Then it wouldn't be a secret anymore.
2: We'll get into that, Scott.
0: And don't try any Black Ops maneuvers on me.
2: Goodspeed reveals a detonator attached to a heart monitor on his chest. If he's killed before the 24 hours are up, the chargers will automatically detonate. Puncher sits down at a desk behind him and pulls an already poured glass of bourbon from one of the drawers. He takes a long swig.
0: What are our options? We think we can send a
2: small task force of agents into the underbelly of the Archives. Ten tops. Only problem is... Is what? Well, with the humidity control in the Archives, firing a single round risks compromising any of the nation's most valuable documents. Uh, Can't we just replace them with that crap from the gift shop? You're not seriously suggesting replacing priceless documents with that 35-cent piece of paper. I don't know. Are you seriously suggesting going after
0: a terrorist armed with government secrets and hundreds of kilos of nerve agent with our bare hands?
2: Puncher takes another swig of bourbon and points to some wacky by his side.
0: I need your non best hand-to-hand agent stat and get my vest ready. Sir, you're going along?
2: Fist Puncher gets in his face and yells. Woo! The agents scatter. One steps to the FBI director's side.
0: Sir, we always have that option. I know, but let's pray it never comes to that.
2: Cut to a cheesy montage of FBI agents getting outfitted with brass knuckles, body armor, nunchucks, whatever, man, it's cool. Set to Real American, Hulk Hogan's absurdly cheesy theme song during the 1980s and early 2000s. Among them are WWE superstars Seth Rollins, Dean Ambrose, Becky Lynch, and of course, Ric Flair's real-life daughter, Charlotte Flair. Fist Puncher recites an impassioned speech about American values and how Stanley Goodspeed is a good man turned wrong or something, but I don't think any of you want to hear that, especially from the septuagenarian mouth of Ric Flair. The troops head to the basement of the National Archives via fighter jet because that's real cinematic, boys. <laughs> You're doing good. Thank you. Uh, <clears throat> Back in the archives, the teens are still Snapchatting their imminent peril. Though at this point, you can't really blame them for wanting to document the most significant moment of their lives—possibly last moment of their lives, if we're being frank. Other tourists are absolutely hysterical. They got some A plus extras for this day of shooting. Dave Bautista goes up to good
0: speed. They're underneath the building. Then my time is now.
2: Cut to the building's underbelly. The agents are slowly crawling up ancient rope ladders because, if national treasure taught us anything, the foundation of any government building is actually an ancient catacomb. As Fist Puncher reaches the top rung of the ladder, half of it collapses below him. All the agents who aren't portrayed by the wrestlers I named earlier plummet to their death. (laughs) (laughs) The rest of the crew quickly catapults themselves to the top of the ladder. Suddenly, a dozen total yoked dudes appear. It's time for a brawl. The agents engage in a series of trademarked wrestling moves that would be completely illogical given the setting and circumstances, but, you know, branding. Uh, The men are quickly dispatched, and the crew proceeds to enter the National Archives. Goodspeed sees them enter and sends Batista down after them. He leaps from the top rotunda down to the ground floor in a total John Woo moment. Birds everywhere. Hell yes. The agents usher director fist puncher onward. They'll handle the big guy. Batista quickly snaps the neck of Dean Ambrose and sends Seth Rollins hurtling into the rafters behind him. Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair start tagging him from either side, not letting him get too close, but not doing enough damage to subdue him. Becky delivers a scissor kick to his face, and he staggers for a moment. She goes for a second scissor kick, but he scouts it this time and snaps her leg at the knee, disabling her completely. While Batista is momentarily distracted, Charlotte Flair puts him in the figure eight leg lock. That's the figure four leg lock, but it's figure eight now. It's double. Bautista can't deal with the pain, but unfortunately, since this isn't a sanctioned sports entertainment match as brought to you by WWE exclusively on the WWE Network, um, you can't tap out, um, so he just passes out from horrible, horrible pain. Meanwhile, Fist Puncher is caught up to
0: Goodspeed. Time to give it up, Goodspeed. Not until you give up those secrets. Why are you so obsessed with these government secrets, Goodspeed? You used to be a good agent. Why? Why? Those secrets ruined my life and countless more before me. My wife left me. My child won't speak to me. And you are responsible. Those secrets keep America safe, Stanley. There's no price on that.
2: Stanley grabs a cell phone from one of the nearby teens. Secrets don't exist anymore, Director. We give them away freely. Why should the government be any different than its citizens? Because we need to protect those citizens. Well, you won't be able to much longer. Goodspeed removes his shirt. Fist puncher, miter 70-year-old Ric Flair, uh, removes his as well. The two proceed to bare knuckle box. Their sound of bone <laughs> crunching and blood spattering <laughs> is seriously uncomfortable.
3: It's like really happening. It's not like like simulated.
2: <laughs> no, they're, 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 really they're beating camera. each other. Their they're method. Their method when it comes to beating each other. <laughs> Uh, Puncher starts bleeding from the top of his forehead. Goodspeed gets one of his eyes caved in. Stanley finally gains the advantage, trips Puncher, and grabs him by the throat. But the other two agents catch up with Goodspeed and order him to release the director. However, he manages to grab one of the teens and puts them in a lethal sleeper hold.
0: Tell them about the secrets, director. I I can't tell them about the secrets. Let the kid go. Tell them. We don't have any.
2: He spits blood out of his mouth. The whole room
0: gasps. Lee Harvey Oswald shot JFK. The moon landing actually happened, and 9-11 wasn't an inside job. We all know that the bullet trajectory easily matches Oswald's position at the book depository. The shadows and foreground imaging in the moon landing footage couldn't possibly be faked even by the theoretically most state-of-the-art film equipment of the late 1960s. And then jet fuel actually does burn hot enough to melt steel beams, but that's not the point. Then what's the point, director? The point is that we need the enemy to think we can make it all happen. Look around the FBI office. We're still using rotary phones and fax machines. We don't have a goddamn clue what we're doing. That fear is the only thing keeping America safe. What good is keeping America safe if it's betraying that?
2: Goodspeed points to the Declaration of Independence. Real American starts playing again softly in the background. Fistpuncher looks closely at the agent portrayed by his daughter in some sort of terrible callback to Sean Connery and his daughter in the first movie but it's only significant to the audience because they know they're related but that was never established in the movie <laughs> fist puncher removes a walkie-talkie from his belt
0: deploy the package sir you heard me
2: he shuts off the walkie and sighs goodspeed releases the teen and makes for the exit
0: sir shouldn't we go after him no that's alright he deserves his freedom there's one thing I don't understand, sir. Go ahead. It seems like you gave into his demands pretty easily. <laughs> Kid, you always have an ace in the hole for situations like this.
2: Cut to: The White House press room. Reporters from every major outlet are present. The room is a buzz with news of a major announcement from the president of the United States. Emerging from the back is Press Secretary Sarah Huckabee Sanders, who takes the podium.
0: I have a statement from the President of the United States.
2: Fade to black. Roll credits. But what? <laughs> who was found? <laughs>
3: Yay! The wrestling. Uh, that f***ing sound felt like a like a goddamn WWE production movie. Very on theme. Yeah, very, very. yeah uh, yes. uh, I love what you could tell. Like, yeah. There was a nugget of inspiration there for you, and it was it was that. You watch, uh, you know, what, the Triple H movie or something? The Chaperone?
2: I've, I've watched a couple of WWE movies yeah, with Scott terrible. and Rita before, and they're not good. No, they're awful. Their best movie is actually the Leprechaun sequel they produced, only because it is Which slightly better. It's the most recent one, and it's, like, actually a serious horror movie, but it's, like... <laughs> actually, you know what? Oculus was WWE Studios. That's pretty well, good. Wait, 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 wait. Uh, wait. Was is Warwick good.
3: Davis in the new
2: one? No, 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 no. They got... um. Oh, my God. They got... Why the f*** is that okay, f- so, That's so, like thing. The leprechaun's like a monster in it. It's not like a, the leprechaun leprechaun, but they do get um, this wrestler who used to portray a tiny leprechaun um, and, God, what's his name? Oh, my God. I was gonna, Seamus? No, he's just Irish. That should be gold <laughs> you've got there. A little racist. Oh, here. Hold on, I have yeah, to look this up. A friend with weed is a friend yeah. indeed, but the best friend, I'm told, is a friend with gold. Hornswoggle. He's called Hornswoggle.
1: Um... I like that the that the twist was that the that the government just repeats its own propaganda again. It's like No,
0: seriously. This is the truth. Uh, see?
2: Well, I mean, I leave it open to be like you can either believe that there actually are no secrets or there are. But then the twist at the end is that because Sarah Huckabee Sanders is about to deliver this shocking statement that you're probably not gonna believe it.
3: Well, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, live on the air, you know. Yeah. All will be revealed, you know. Yeah. What they told you was the truth actually ended up... uh, Being the truth. Basically. Ric Flair's
2: disgusting. Oh, he's... He's, from all indications, he... Because has, they're
1: trustworthy, right? Yes. Generally. Always trust your local uh, warmongering government, you know, yes. they have your best interests at heart. Obviously, you're special, it's just the ones over there, the bad guys, they're the bad ones, so, so you know, trust what we say, because it's not like we make, you know, like, a gazillion off of, like, you know, uh,
2: war. No. Not, <laughs> oh, yeah, no, mil- the military-industrial complex is mostly... And, l- and leave affair.
1: it to them, you know, the, the, the makers of the guns, to say, hey... Maybe you guys should calm it down a little bit, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, but you're, like, fighting countless
0: wars and just killing so many people.
2: Anyway. Rotten Tomato score. (laughs) Critics, 89%.
0: We honestly expected this to be a bunch of punching, and it was, but so much more.
2: (laughs) Audience, 95%. Ric Flair punches
0: like he's only 55 years old.
2: Doris Griswold, (laughs) Iowa. Budget. 25 million dollars WWE studios don't do things if it can't do them on the cheap estimated gross profit 200 million dollars actual gross profit 650 million dollars all the enraged YouTube conspiracy theory peddlers were very upset about the movie's conclusion and thus served as an amazing and free viral marketing tool that's
3: it There you go Good yeah. job Peter it was it was Really like, good job like
1: the purge uh, 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 Election year Yeah <laughs> Is that the, this year
2: or the, That this was the last one? one The new one is the purge I mean, like, you, The first I tried purge. to watch it It was, it was, it was Oh I don't like I, I fell off at those
3: Like Heavily franchised like horror movies like right after Saw. I didn't do that's any. Of, I didn't do any of the paranormal activities or any of that that's shit. That's completely fair. Uh, 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 but yeah, that's just the new one. Um, and it's just yeah. I guess I guess it's a way for you to just film violent stuff, but it always seemed kind of lame. Yep. I don't know. I'm almost thirty. What the you know, not, this <laughs> yeah, shit? Name yeah, for yeah, me
1: yeah. anymore? Right, we, 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 have, we have stepped out of the target age range, and now we're in the the age range of uh, targeting. Yeah, yeah.
3: They make good movies like Solo for me.
2: (laughs) So, um, we have the prequel, we have the sequel. It's now time for Desmond to give us a little remake.
3: Title Escape from the Rock. Tagline Touchstone Pictures in Association with Orion (laughs) are here to consensually rock your socks (laughs)
0: off. Oh my god.
3: (laughs) Director John Carpenter. Synopsis. Our film begins at a graveyard, just like the original, no shit. Brigadier General Frank Hummel, Josh Brolin, walks to a grave in full uniform and kneels. Soft horns play patriotically in the background, flags waving, all that shit.
0: A <laughs> day goes by where I don't think of you, but you wasn't focused. <laughs> I, I love this country, and I love freedom. I only hope you forgive me for what I'm about to do. Maybe now they'll
3: listen. We then cut to a night scene on a super-duper secret military base. (laughs) Crates of (laughs) weapons... Crates of weapons as well as toxic chemicals are transferred from heavily armored trucks. You can tell they're super bad chemicals because they're f***ing green. (laughs) Out of nowhere, a group of rogue (laughs) marines led by Hummel storm the base, killing everything in sight. Everyone in sight. Yeah, I like that. Everyone in
0: sight.
3: (laughs) An injured soul... (laughs) An injured injured soldier tries to crawl away, but is stopped by Hummel. Why? The soldier asks, recognizing Hummel. Hummel pauses at a vial of the green chemical.
0: This is about freedom. This is about the war on Christmas.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Hummel then slides the knife into the dying soldier's throat. His militia loads up the chemicals and weapons and drives off into the night you can get
1: on my case for bringing up you know uh, 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 mr dog detective i was
3: going to get your case i love that. dog <laughs>
1: oh, okay. i love bad yeah. references yeah. Yeah. To Immediately get that get into last town
3: yeah yeah no hey no one's mad it's just this is like okay. out of place as is mine uh, we're unprofessional <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's that's why we're uh, that's why we're doing good okay uh an unspecified amount of time later us president James Marshall, Harrison Ford takes a leisurely tour of Alcatraz in beautiful San Francisco Bay Area.
2: His so president—that's the president
3: from Air Force One, Harrison Ford himself. All right, I'm into this cross-pollination of. Oh yeah, oh, it's animals. the most ambitious crossover movie ever. <laughs> um, okay, Infinity War. His 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 family stays behind in a ritzy hotel. Unlike their sociopath father, they have no interest in spooky old prisons where people definitely died horribly. <laughs> Mr. President walks down the old prison, admiring rusted old bars and toilets and shit. Fun, I guess. <laughs> Actually, yes. Very, very
2: interesting. I'm, I'm
3: really
1: glad you brought that up. Oh uh, yeah. There's like a, a, a dankness and a smell to the place here. Oh like, now This is an uncomfortable <laughs> it place. It smells
2: awful. This land is... The whole
1: island. Yeah. This, oh.
3: this place is cursed.
1: And, and and no joke, like, after working those two nights in a row on there, I went home, and I took a shower, and I could literally hear seagulls in the shower with me. And I'm not joking. Well, I could literally hear them. I was like, oh, man. So if you had to live there all the time, I really... You know, because I love yeah. animals and birds, and, but you had to hear seagulls constantly. you you, crazy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <Well>,
0: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Actually...
3: Maybe not. Maybe it would
0: become like the Maybe that would be the only
1: thing that you, like, can't. At first, you're like, oh, I can't believe it. But then you, like, over time, you, like, identify with it. Right. It becomes the only thing that, like,
3: saves you. And it's like, yeah, yeah, I get that. Exactly. But I know what you're saying. Yeah. Um, At that moment, a Black Hawk helicopter lands on the island, outpours Hummel and his men, armed to the teeth confused CIA agents approach Hummel and his two right-hand men, played by Terry Crews and Walton Goggins, respectively. Stand down, soldier. We weren't informed of any military presence during the president's visit. Hummel then shoots the agent, point-blank, as Terry Crews and Walton Goggins unload on the rest in an excessive display of needless violence. Walton Goggins snickers in typical backwoods hillbilly fashion. They go deeper into the prison and find President Marshall, now hiding under one of the cell beds, spooked by gunfire. Humble picks him up by his collar.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Were you insane? I'm the President of the United States. he will be executed for treason.
3: Hummel then punches the president unconscious. (laughs) I've
0: heard enough out of you. Bring up the radio, boys, and secure the perimeter. It's time to make our demands.
3: At FBI headquarters, a call comes in on the radio and is received by Special Agent Ernest Paxton, that was his name, David Harbour. Uh, He demands the caller identify himself. Hummel cuts to the chase.
0: Agent, I will be brief. My name is Francis Hummel. My squad and I have overtaken Alcatraz Island and have the president held hostage.
3: Our demand is one billion dollars. <laughs> ah, Hubble, I, uh, I know you. You're a decorated American hero. And this is for all the men
0: who died in my command on secret, unacknowledged missions.
3: Is that what they're called? I don't know military. We know what you mean. You it's, know what I mean? It's classified. Uh, it's okay. <clears throat> no, classified saying... missions. No shit. That's what it would be. No, I'm just
1: saying, it's classified I actually can't tell you what they're called Oh,
3: yeah, Um, the name is classified
1: So, it's actually not, they're not called classified I can't tell you what they are called because that is classified
2: It's like when you have a word that doesn't translate exactly, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah
0: And this is for all the men who died in my command on secret, unacknowledged missions This is for the unjust war you started the war on Christmas. <laughs> what the hell are you even talking about? I forgot it was about the war on Christmas. I doubt, yeah. a, I, I doubt a pencil pushing noob like you would have any knowledge of Operation Black Friday. Oh my god. But we will be compensated. All the families of my fallen men who never got closure. If you do not meet my demands in 24 hours' time, I will execute the president and launch VX gas directly into the heart of San Francisco. Make the right choice, Asian. I'll be hearing
3: from you Meanwhile On a San Francisco rooftop FBI chemical weapons expert Stanley Goodspeed Played by Tom Cruise Engages in an awkward Fully clothed love love scene (laughs) On the rooftop (laughs) On a public rooftop space With his girlfriend Carla Played by Cameron Diaz Vanilla Sky I think Whatever Uh, Red Red Wine plays
2: I forgot about that terrible love scene
3: Suddenly, Goodspeed's neighbor, Johnny Legs, interrupts the intimate moment. Waka, waka, waka! It's your favorite neighbor, Johnny Legs. Sorry to interrupt this inappropriate display of affection in our apartment building common area, but, uh, the FBI downstairs looking for you, Stanley. <laughs> Seems real important. Might also add that it's 6.30 p.m. in mid-July. You know when families may want to grill up here. <laughs> Just keep that in mind next time you have a dry hump sesh. Okay, bye! <laughs>
2: Well done. Well done, Desmond. What
3: are they doing, Mommy? (laughs) Uh, Without the need to dress himself, Goodspeed hurries down the stairs where he's greeted by FBI director James Womack, played by Kevin Costner.
0: Uh. Uh. Jesus, you smell like PG-13 sex, Goodspeed. (laughs) in the car. We'll brief you on the way.
3: It actually smells like Axe (laughs) Bodies, bro. After a lengthy seven-block drive, San Francisco, am I right? (laughs) Goodspeed and Womack exit into the FBI headquarters. Operation Black Friday? What the hell is that? Never you mind that. I'm sending you in with the top Navy SEALs in the country to rescue the president and retrieve the gas. Goodspeed looks noticeably uncomfortable by this. But, uh, sir, I've, uh, never been in combat. My specialty is toxic gases. I've never fired a
0: weapon. You'll be fine, boy. The SEALs will have your back.
3: U.S. Navy SEAL Commander Anderson, Bruce Willis, walks up to meet Goodspeed. <sighs> uh, you got nothing to worry about, kid. You're a good guy, good guy. We you got your back. You need to take the edge off? You need a beer? A couple shots? Casual speedball? Uh, before a mission? <laughs> I'm just f- with you, man. You, you know, you're, you're a good guy, you're a good guy. I got my eye on you, but you're a good guy. <laughs> I, I like your Bruce Willis. Uh, <laughs> Hot dogs and French fries.
2: Oh, it's playing right now.
3: Um. Oh. <laughs> Womack. Um. Because I don't know if anyone can tell the difference between any of these voices at this point.
0: There's one other fact of this mission you gentlemen should know: breaking into Alcatraz undetected will be quite the task.
3: A <laughs> yeah. Mr. Undetective Mr.
0: Undetective We'll be quite the task We're bringing in the best special forces
3: operator To ever have lived uh, Didn't you just say that's what these guys were? <laughs> we then cut to a montage of an older gruff man Being escorted out of a prison cell As Womack continues via voice uh, voiceover, Voice over Voicemail <laughs> uh, uh, Yeah He's the only man to have escaped from Alcatraz He escaped from New York escape from L.A. Oh, shit. Oh. He was going to escape from Earth, but uh, that never came into fruition. He stole a microfilm 20 years ago, and we've had him locked up ever since. Now his country must call on him yet
0: again. Like, you don't mean. That's right. Snake Plissken. Yeah.
3: Oh, man. Two prison I'm, guards then arrive in the room with Snake, down. Kurt Russell, in chains. He looks aged and gruff, but still cute as hell.
0: <laughs> Long time, Womack finally ready to put me down.
3: Womack explains the situation to Snake as the two trade insults. Snake's apathetic attitude infuriates Womack, but Snake eventually accepts the offer. Lead the crew of Goodspeed and the Commandos on their mission to break into the rock, save the President, and disarm the gas. In turn, Snake will be pardoned and granted his freedom. And don't you even think to try to flee, Snake? The Kraken enlisted in 2002 and lays dormant, guarding the bay. instructed instruct him to destroy you on command. Ugh...
0: <sighs> never did care much for
3: polpo the ragtag group gear up and are transported to the port to infiltrate alcatraz from the water they swim up through a dilapidated section of the prison but the door to gain entry won't budge the only way to the other side of the door is through a furnace and several large whirring metal gears <laughs> which snake maneuvers with ease wow. to the amazement of bruce willis
0: wow. <laughs> nice wow, wow.
3: <laughs> welcome rock. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's where the audience cheered. Yeah! That's, yeah. Where the, that's where the 40-year-old men in the theater for the remake are just like, yeah! I know that line! That was the f- movie that I saw. He said that! <laughs> Part-time. <laughs> Part-time. <laughs> Snake and the commandos stormed through the cellar of the prison. Goodspeed looks sick.
0: You ever fire that weapon? Uh, not since the academy. I'm a fucking chemical we- weapons expert, man, not a soldier. Well then, just stay in front of me.
3: Meanwhile, at the top of the prison, Terry Crews reports the breach to Hummel.
0: Damn it. Fools. Take the rest of the team to eradicate them.
3: Hummel punches the president again.
0: <laughs> Your Washington brass have doomed those men. I didn't want this.
3: Marshall spits out blood.
0: What is it you want, then? Compensation for the war on Christmas. <laughs> I always forget. 1998, <laughs> North Pole, Operation
3: Black Friday. We were sent in to secure an outpost overtaken by a Siberian militia, but instead we found Santa's workshop, reinforced like motherfucking Castle Grayskull. None of us wanted to go to war with old Saint Nick. But you gave the word. It was a bloodbath. The elves and reindeer were the most fierce warriors I've ever faced. They wiped out my entire team and took me captive. I was, held for, I was held for over a decade before the military traded me for Frosty the Snowman. When I was returned, I was heralded a hero.
0: But my comrades died for an unjust cause. Well, I never sanctioned those missions.
3: The two hear gunshots from the basement.
0: That there, that blood is on your hands.
3: We cut to the basement level of the prison, where the Navy SEALs, Bruce Willis, and all, are dead. (laughs) Ah. Snake and Goodspeed are noticeably absent. Walton Goggins inspects the carnage, snickering like a total psycho hick. All of a sudden, Snake drops from the rafters and knifes him through the top of the skull. Ah. (laughs) Terry Crews then comes in and begins scrapping fist to fist with Snake. Crews eventually gets Snake in a chokehold, but is quickly shot by Goodspeed in the back. Terry Crews rolls over die.
0: Gotcha not too late to do the right thing. Where's the fucking toxin? Uh, attached to a rocket in the lighthouse. <laughs>
2: I, love, I love Terry Cruz. Ah, he's great. He's great.
3: Uh, Snake dusts himself off. Goodspeed looks disturbed.
0: Well, t- what? Are you gonna say thank you? <sighs> no.
3: <laughs> Hummel then pages the now dead C- Terry Cruz via walkie talkie. Upon failing to get a response, he begins to panic, realizing his team is now dead. He collects the President and makes his way to an escape chopper to abort the mission, but is quickly cut off by Goodspeed and Snake. End
0: of the line, Sarge. Snake Pliskin. I thought you were dead. Only part dead. (laughs) Godspeed, disarm the toxin.
3: Godspeed scrambles to the lighthouse to disable the gas missile. Whatever.
0: (laughs) Hand over the President, Noble. I'm afraid I can't do that, Snake. You're going to have to kill me. You know, we're not so different, you and I. Uh, uh, Soldiers without a country. Can you really pull that trigger?
3: Snake swiftly shoots Hummel in the head. (laughs) Snake looks at the gun.
0: Yeah, (laughs) I can.
3: (laughs) Classic. Classic Snake. President Marshall.
0: Thank you. Thank you, Snake Plissken. Quiet, you. If I had it my way, I'd put one in your head, too.
3: Goodspeed then comes out conveniently with found documents pointing to FBI Director Womack's involvement with Operation Black Friday. The three then get into Hummel's escape helicopter, prepared to go after Womack. Womack packs papers into a suitcase quickly, like a shady man trying to escape wood, and takes a cab to the airport. to flee the country because somehow he knows <laughs> of,
2: Fine, whatever we're wrapping it up
3: he is immediately cut off by the landing helicopter Snake took knowing the jig is up he exits the helicopter and begins to run he is pursued by Snake in good speed he hops into a cable car and relaxes thinking he's escaped suddenly he is tapped on the shoulder by President Marshall gun in hand
0: before I kill you you son of a bitch tell me why why do you wage war on Christmas he's about the oval <laughs> <It> Santa's <Ovaltine.
3: laughs> Marshall then grabs him by the collar and throws him off the fastly moving cable car, where Womack's neck breaks immediately.
0: Wow. Get off my train! Uh, <laughs> I know that line! He said that! Oh, no,
3: it so, oh, comes down to this! Um. Oh, oh! We then cut to days later in an awards ceremony for the heroes. Think the end of A New Hope. Everyone gets medals and shit. <laughs> Marshall looks at Snake.
0: So, you're a free man. What are you gonna do now? Uh, I think I'll go to Six Flags.
3: The end. Nice! Oh, nice.
1: Hey, that was a great remake. Yeah, that. Why? Thank you. Yeah. That, oh man, I love. That was uh, Yeah.
2: I love the escape from New York tie-in. Obviously. Yeah. The,
1: the, how it, Speaking of 9/11, yeah. am I right? Yeah. <laughs> I rewatched Ooh. that movie recently. Uh, yeah. There's a lot of
3: similarities, uh, like right off the uh, bat. The motherfucking plane, plane flying yeah, into yeah. the oh. World Trade That's a yeah. great oh. movie in its own right. It uh, is. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's it's I rewatched awesome it movie. after you like said, "Oh, The Rock." of so like that. I was like, oh, I've never seen that movie, and that turns out I had. You yeah. Know, I had seen it. <laughs> yeah. That nice era where it's like. Yeah, we're making movies where fucking New York looks awful. Yeah. <laughs> it mm-hmm. looks dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. And like, we'll play off that. But yeah, I mean,. Everything I wrote for Snake is pretty on, in character. Oh no! Like, oh that's
1: yeah! Perfect. No! Oh yeah! That that's was great! Perfect! Yeah. Oh, right.
2: I love the. I mean, I love that you spaced out the war on Christmas stuff enough that I kept forgetting yeah, yeah, that it right. was war on Christmas. Right.
1: <laughs> um, Tying into that, uh, yeah, Night last, Santa went crazy, weird out kind of vibe going on there. Merry
2: Christmas to all! Yeah, yeah you're all gonna die. Yeah, is yeah. exactly what I was great thinking. Song. Yeah, no, and
3: that, you like know, the Rudolph <laughs> holding a rifle. <laughs> yeah. I like that. Like the reindeer and elves win. Oh yeah. man,
2: I I just imagine like the the reindeer, like, rabid, like, friggin' Game of Thrones creatures, and they were just like, like, spearing everyone in, like, yeah, yeah, um, got and that the fact that you tied it all in with a Christmas story reference right at the end the yeah. Ovaltine thing Ovaltine was it? Was that Christmas story yeah dude that's a thing from he gets a Jesus he Christ he spends like the whole movie like saving up for this decoder ring well it's like half of the movie and then he gets it and then like the message it decodes is don't forget to drink your Ovaltine <laughs> he's super annoyed well man good wouldn't, job would not have thought that yeah. well ties in nicely see, that's, good that's,
1: job that's the, the synchronicity just meshing things together definitely was just it. like yeah. uh,
3: how we wrapped this up Oh, Ovaltine is so delicious and healthy and it's you know it is delicious, delicious and healthy <laughs> it's ovaltine
1: um but yeah i was, didn't know what that was about at all oh. yeah i like I, oh yeah, well
2: i liked it yeah you know. yeah no I, I liked it a lot um, <laughs> so what are the nuts and bolts behind this movie guys? okay yeah.
3: critics 42 percent audiences 68 percent it's a movie about patriotism and the war on christmas Phosphorus Randy, Minnesota. (laughs) (laughs) Phosphorus
2: Randy. (laughs) Budget
3: eighty million. Expected gross profit one hundred fifty million. Actual gross profit twenty five million. Quickly rushed to home video. Folks aren't really sure if this is a legit uh, uh, remake or one of those uh, sci-fi, you know, transmorphers type things. But it's the it's the real deal. And Kurt Russell is back in true form and. yeah, you know, I would watch the shit
1: out of it. I would they, watch. They that. should actually remake it and just make it, or just bad. make,
3: or just make like a new escape movie. I'd watch. Uh, as long as it has Kurt Russell, and I mean, you, could, do, you could definitely yeah. do Alcatraz. It's like, yeah, just
2: do, wait. Is an escape from Alcatraz a movie?
3: No. uh uh yeah, I'm sorry. That's the yeah. Clint Eastwood one. Yeah. Escape from Alcatraz. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean,
2: there's other prisons. But
3: I think my there's favorite. There's plenty of prisons. Fit- oh yeah, no shortage of that. Oh, the fi- no my favorite thing in that. there, like like is like Goodspeed. You're like oh yeah, I, I'm scared. And he's just like, all right, oh, get in front of me, then. <laughs> <Yeah, man. laughs> Fucking meat shields. Oh it's like man, Sna- it's like it gets into like Decker. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. levels a of light, Snake, a Slight Decker. Oh yeah, the, there, Yeah, yeah. President yeah. of what? That's not funny, Snake. Huh. Oh, man. Yeah, that was sweet. Good job.
1: Thank you.
2: All right, well, that that completes this episode of Prequel, Sequel, Remake. Um, just as a general note, um, we're really grateful to all our new listeners, subscribers, people who've reached out to us on Anchor, on social media. Um, if you want to hit us up, um, just twitter.com slash pre-sequel cast, facebook.com slash prequel, sequel, remake. Uh, Instagram.com Prequel Sequel Remake Again Um, If you like what you hear Like I honestly can't Emphasize this enough We wouldn't have The success we have So far If people weren't Rating our podcast And leaving reviews Like it really makes A huge difference And we honestly Every time we get one It's like oh
3: It really really means a lot Because you, uh, You know Little people, man. Yeah. <laughs> just, yeah. just trying to do a podcast to share some fun stuff with everyone. And the response has been really great. Yeah. You, 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 you people all rock. Um, yeah. um, and just keep engaging, because yeah. it's, 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 I'll talk.
2: Yeah, we will. <laughs> talk to me, uh, uh,
3: at, at Desmond Ports. There you yeah. go. Yeah. Yeah. Talk to me personally yeah.
2: about all that, uh, you know. <laughs> uh, you left that a little too open there. Yeah.
1: Wow. Wow! Well. Wow. Well. Wow. Next time on prequel
2: Sequel remake
1: will it be we uh, C
2: cat- uh. uh. We're we're doing castaway next episode. Yeah. Next episode is castaway. Hell yeah. Yeah. We like doing good movies. Yeah. <laughs> we're gonna do some good movies for a little while. Wow. Yeah. Just so let's see how it's
3: Way a stint in uh, that last block of just bad. It was like four really just bad. Just trash. Well, okay. I'm counting back Shark Tale. Yeah.
2: Train Quest. Train Quest. Yeah. Um, Spice World was probably the best of the lot, which is weird to of say. Of that
3: block? No. Oh. No, which is fair best. Ferris Bueller, Oh, fair yeah. don't play,
2: well, but I was, Ready that Player, but Ready though. Player One, and then Kazam before that. If you're just talking yeah. that four block right okay. there,
3: I mean, that whole block. <laughs>
2: I
1: mean, the listeners block. get it. You know, yeah, no. they've been with us for a while now. They they know what they're getting into. Yeah. But you know, it's good to it's good to. It's good to do a mixture of both. I will say, I, I might actually prefer the bad movies because I don't feel quite as bad when I, you know, just make absolute mockery and atrocities. Yeah, out I'm not going to write, you know,
3: political drama and yeah. military terms. Yeah, but you know, I think he pulled yeah,
2: you he pulled it off. Yeah, you did. You pulled it off.
3: Super secret you know. toxin.
2: So, uh yeah um, next episode is gonna be cast away uh Tom Hanks movie um, you have any thoughts about that hit us up you know we'll we'll hear you
3: if you have any problems with that let us know as well
2: we'll ignore it but I mean we're I still mean, we're gonna do it we're gonna do it yeah we're doing So, song out, engagements All right, and Kazam shower sound
0: my <laughs> Saw, 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 me, saw, saw,